T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and by the yard patio furniture. We'll talk to Jim in uh, just a moment. Danny Long here with some uh, early fall birding tips from Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner. Uh, they're recommending closing out the purple martin houses to prevent sparrows and starlings from entering and keep out the bird baths and put out white millet to attract those migrating birds. And please, they say, always say that, keep bird feeders clean to prevent diseases. Now, the birds, I tell you, I say this every week, they love the seed from Cardinal Corn because it is fresh. And those folks will help you choose the right seed to attract the birds you want to attract, from a pound to 50-pound bag custom mixes. They've got their own recipes that bring you the best birds to your backyard. And if you haven't subscribed yet to their monthly newsletter, all sorts of great tips, uh, just get online. Subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner is open seven days a week. Stop in and see Lee and Pam. West St. Paul, Butler, and South Robert. Amy is at the Newport Center. Cardinalcorner.com, more than just a bird seed store. And good morning to you, Jim. It's uh, officially 37 with overcast, but we are getting reports of snow around CCO land. Yes. And I'm I'm feeling it here. It's it's very very light. It's almost it's almost like a um it, it's snow, but it it feels like freezing mist kind of coming down. All right. I don't I don't know how to. It's just very very fine, and it just started here. Um, we're 35 degrees on the northwest side of Lake Waconia. Um, about well, we're located about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis, and. Uh, a fairly strong northwest wind, along with uh, the precipitation falling. Uh, sunrise, 7.28, and sunset, 6.30. So that gives us, today in the Twin Cities and area, 11 hours and 2 minutes of daylight. We have been losing daylight at the rate of 3 minutes per day, and have lost 21 minutes of daylight since last Sunday, and four hours and 34 minutes is the total daylight loss since the summer solstice on June 21st. So we still have two hours and 16 minutes of daylight to lose by December 21st, the winter solstice, and the first day of astronomical winter in the northern hemisphere. Today, we have the same amount of daylight as we did last February 26th. Our normal high is 59, and the normal low is 40. Records for today in the Twin Cities for October 14th, high 86. How about that? Set in 1947. The low is 24, set in 1937. And the most precipitation that's fallen in this state is 1.89 inches of rain, and that was 1966. And we've had a trace of snow on this date three different years, 1959, 1942, and 1909. 
There's a waxing crescent moon. I saw it last night. There was some clearing. Um, rises at 1.07 p.m., so this early afternoon, this this crescent moon will be rising and sets tonight at 10.45. The first quarter moon is this coming Tuesday, uh, Tuesday evening, October 16th, and the next full moon is October 24th. Lots of things going on outdoors right now. Minnesota is the third is third in soybean production and fourth in corn production in the U.S. And now is prime time for the combining of both crops. But wet conditions have delayed harvest for many farmers. Wild cranberry fruit is ripe in northern Minnesota and Wisconsin bogs. And the commercial harvest of cranberries is underway in northwestern and north or and central Wisconsin. So it's northwestern and central Wisconsin. Cranberry harvest is going on right now. Look for rubs and scrapes made by white-tailed deer bucks in the woodlands because the rut, also called the mating season, has begun. Steam fog, or we call uh, well, steam fog, rises from ponds, lakes, and rivers on cold mornings. Probably somebody seeing that today already. Each year, there's an influx of American coots on quite a few southern Minnesota lakes, flocks sometimes containing a thousand or more of these gregarious, dark colored coots bob in the water in tight flotillas or rafts. We see them here on Lake Waconia, and many other people are seeing them in other lakes. We continue to enjoy the patchwork of fall colors. Golden yellows on quaking aspens, paper birches, eastern cottonwoods, and bitternut hickory trees. Yellows on silver maples, hackberry, and hackberry trees, and even on wild grapevines. And reds on red maples and sugar maples. Colonies of sumac shrubs and Virginia creeper vines, and even more. The information on sunrise and set weather history, astronomy, phonology, which I've just been doing, uh, using this morning, is available in the Freshwater Society's Minnesota Weather Guide Environment Calendars. The 2019 editions of both the wall engagement calendars are now available in many book, gift, and wild bird stores uh, throughout Minnesota and into western Wisconsin, such as Barnes & Noble uh, in statewide locations, the Bemidji Woolen Mills, and the All Seasons Wild Bird Store at Bloomington, Wyzetta, White Bear Lake, Minnetonka, and Egan. You can also order the Freshwater uh, Society Weather Guide calendars by going online at freshwater.org. John Burroughs, a renowned American naturalist and writer who lived mostly in rural and small-town New York State um, from uh, the 1830s to early 1920s. This man described the month of October as the time of the illuminated woods, to which I might add color and vibrant. In addition to woodlands, uh, beautiful fall colors are seen along city boulevards, in yards, and gardens, and 
even on the sides of churches and schools and other buildings where Boston Ivy and Virginia creeper vines display what I call handsome red leaves. Yes, our fall color season continues and we enjoy the grand finale, the growing season that I call the color splash landscape. Many of us truly take pleasure in observing the patchwork of fall colors like the golden yellows on the quaking aspens and eastern cottonwoods and of course the sugar maples displaying reds, burnt oranges, yellow oranges and golden yellows. For the past four autumn color seasons, uh, 2014, 15, 16, 17, the peak day was October 14th for the Twin Cities and actually between Wilmer to St. Cloud to Taylor's Falls, south to St. Peter, uh, Faribault, Northfield, and Red Wing. And you know what? For weeks before and after the height of the autumn splendor uh, time, we see patches of certain trees and shrubs with whole groves of trees with just striking colors. You know, people are making comments about the fall and wondering, you know, what's going on here? Well, the color changes that take place as deciduous woody plants prepare for winter by dropping their leaves are triggered by shortening days and cooler nights, or cooler weather, I should just say, not cooler nights. The the food-making process and the making of chlorophyll ceases as the green color fades the two underlying pigments called keratin and xanthophyll are unmasked, leaving yellows. Red colors appear only on those leaves that have certain sugars or tannins that combine with other substances to produce the red pigment anthocyanin that gives the woody plants their glorious reds. In many parts of CCO land, um, we're not or not, we're we're not experiencing the overall fall colors, bright colors that we remember in years past. And no doubt, uh, Danny, I think that, no doubt this has got to be because of the cloudy, cool, wet weather we've had the last few weeks. Well, I should say. But, gotta you know, it, it, like I say, if you look in your neighborhood, there are certain uh, trees and shrubs and vines that are, that are just stupendous, you know, and others are just not... You know, they just don't have the color that we remember from before. There are some very brilliant colors, but like you said, there are a lot of muted uh, colors as well. Yeah, muted. Watery muted, too, with the rainfall lately. Well, um, I was, you know, I was looking at, it's just getting light enough now so I can look out and see the by the yard furniture (laughs) in the front yard here we got. It doesn't matter if it snows or rains or whatever, or the wind blows, does it? Not at all. No, not at all. Jim, I was looking at, as you know, uh, By the Yard started building their, it's kind of hard to believe, that that indestructible outdoor furniture back in 1995 uh, out of the basement, one chair at a time. I remember first meeting Deb and Raj way back when. And, of course, now they have multiple showrooms in two states. Of course, they can build chairs by the dozens. But, uh, Jim, and I tell you about this great Minnesota success story every week. It really, it took, it, it's the people that, that made it happen. Uh, and these people, as Jim knows too, they're very super focused on recycled plastic and design, uh, nature's elements, each piece of furniture carefully engineered to withstand nature's onslaught. You've seen it, Jim. I've seen it at our house. 
It uh, doesn't matter the weather. We leave our furniture, as you do, I know. Leave it outside. You're in and you're out. It doesn't affect. It's not affected by the weather. And a lot of folks don't know that they have color-coded stainless steel hardware. Uh, they've got the highest quality UV inhibitor. Uh, every detail tested and retested. So if you, you want to know why Jim and I say why buy the yard, the answer is because no one, nobody, engineers better maintenance-free outdoor furniture. No one has more choices either. As Jim and I talk about that uh, 11,000 square foot showroom, oh. isn't that, it is, it is huge, but it's got all you these know, it's sets. it's amazing. You, you, you just walk in there and then you start looking, you know, to the right and left and ahead of you and you see all these different settings. So you don't um, have to imagine how this furniture no. is going to look in, in certain yeah. settings. They've got it set up yeah. for you. It's right on 169 in Jordan. Uh, a lot of folks after Jim's show, check out the website and order that color catalog. It's got directions to the showroom. Uh, shows you all the different colors, different styles of furniture. Uh, as I said, do a lot of listeners do after Jim's show. Get on the web at buytheyard.net and at least get that uh, color catalog sent to your house. It's free. It's free. Oh, yes, yes. Say, Tom and Lisa Bovers from Faribault uh, called me, well, Friday and, and last night, too, most interesting, I mean, they say they have, they're such great observers, but one thing that they noted, uh, even yesterday, still one ruby-throated hummingbird coming to their feeding station for sugar water. Now, I don't know if it's, if it left last night because, uh, hummingbirds migrate by themselves during the night or during the day. But at least there was one there yesterday on the, on the 13th. This uh, past week, Wednesday and Thursday, they noticed there's still uh, yellow rump warblers, Nashville, Palm, orange crown warblers. First snow flurries they noticed was uh, Thursday, uh, October 11th. On the 12th, second time of, the, of this fall for ice in the birdbath. And this time was 28.7 degrees in, in the Bovers' backyard in Faribault. Killed azinias, Mexican sunflower, pepper plants. That same day, uh, near Denison, though, not far from Nurse Strand, they saw a monarch butterfly heading south. How about that one? So um, lots of juncos, lots of white-throated sparrows come to their feeding stations, at least, at least you know, like a dozen of each of those. They had a hermit thrush using the birdbath uh, on, on Thursday. And and still, like I said, yellow rump orbers moving through. Catalpa trees, uh, the, the leaves on those curled up after the cold temperatures on Friday and started falling. Some of the some of the leaves uh, this year and another years for that matter, just uh, just turn brownish and black, blackish, and then drop off. So you don't always have the fall colors. There's certain species that give you the fall colors and others don't. Ray and Marlene Simon, they're the ones that have the body of the yard furniture that withstood a tornado going through their yard at 110 miles an hour and it didn't move. Isn't that something? It really is. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's not a laughing matter. But anyway, they just to think that that furniture held up. But they're still working on, on the trees. They're doing a lot of work uh, cleaning up around their home, um, the, the most damage to their home was like on shingles and things like that. So they didn't have any 
trees falling on their home. Thank goodness. Eastern bluebirds are still hanging around. Hear them singing a little bit. Sugar maples showing reds, golds, and yellows. And uh, as I was talking to Ray, he said, I remember that phrase, the illuminated woods. And that's that's what I was just using when we got started talking about uh, fall colors. Jim Hovda from Little uh, Rock Lake near Rice in Benton County reports that the water temperature has dropped from 51 on October 1st down to 39 yesterday. A few more juncos have arrived at Jim and Jan's feeding station. My brother David reports from Lake George, located seven miles east of Itasca State Park, that the water temperature is down to 40. Paper birches and quaking aspens still, you know, they've lost quite a few of their leaves, but still holding many of these gold and yellow leaves, so it's still striking when you're looking in the in the landscape there. Mary Brislance reports from Luton and the North Shore between there and Grand Marais. Uh, the migrating uh, horn larks and Lapland longspurs, spot, actually, Lapland longspurs arrived in numbers this past Thursday, the 11th. She saw hundreds of them. Still, some nice golden yellow foliage on paper birches and quaking aspens. She said that this past Wednesday, the 10th, massive waves hit the North Shore as 60-mile-an-hour winds swept across 200 miles of Lake Superior. Uh, some of the spray was, was hitting hitting the, you know, the, the cliffs and so on and spraying up you know, uh, close to 100 feet in the air. Just amazing. Uh, Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, report lots of orange and yellow foliage on the sugar maples. This past Friday morning was their first freeze and first ice on the bird bath. Last Wednesday, Diana saw a raft of American coots on Lake Titanka, and Dave noticed the first buck scrapes on a tree. Lynn and Denny Havlicek from Havlicek Orchard, located about seven miles northeast of New Prague, report that they are picking Keepsake, Fireside, Connell Red, Harrelson, Snow Sweet, and Honey Gold apples. This is turning out to be a very good apple year. They had their first frost this past week. Apples were not harmed and are not harmed until the temperature drops below 27 and stays that way for several hours. Um, their orchard offers pick your own uh, each Saturday and Sunday, and they're open until the end of October. Um, I see. What else? Oh, it's almost seven. Uh, it's almost seven thirty. It's getting close. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting close. There was a texter, Jim, that said you're talking about yeah. hummingbirds. Uh, saw my last hummingbird Monday this past Monday in the Hamburg. Hamburg. Yeah. Okay, I'll write that Hamburg. Yeah. Monday. Our granddaughter Anya Gilbert is being confirmed this morning at Trinity Lutheran Church in Watertown. So that's just seven miles north of us. So our whole family, of course, is gathering at their home, Lisa and Andrews, uh, this noon. And uh, nice celebration. Anya. Anya's a cross-country runner. She's 14, and and uh, she loves running. And this is her first year cross-country running, and she ended up finishing first for her team 
wow. for varsity team uh, last Tuesday. Well, congratulations. Very, very pleased. Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, Jim, we have to run. You're right. It's uh, almost 730, uh, and uh, we'll see. We're getting reports of snow uh, in uh, Owatonna, Stewartville. A lot of southern Minnesota reporting. And you know what? Now I'm seeing it on the ground. Oh, you are? Oh, my goodness. So it's around here, too. It's it's a little white out here on the shore of Lake Waconia. Well, let's see what happens one week from today when you join us. Look forward to it. All right. Thanks, Jim. Have a good week, Danny. Yeah, you have a good week, too. Thank you. Jim Gilbert's Nation knows back next Sunday morning. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.